guys, this is Brene, and you're listening to another episode of Fifty Shades of Slay. Hey guys, welcome back for another episode. If you were on social media, or I guess mostly on my Facebook, you would know that I was in jail for three days. Uh, Facebook jail, that is. I don't even know if you can really call it Facebook jail, because I couldn't log in on my account at all. I couldn't see anything, let alone not post. So I had to go through the process of changing my password so many times. It was literally driving me crazy. I think, like, screw Chinese water torture, screw all of the racks, screw all of that. If you want to torture somebody, you make them change their password over and over again. And then make just make them change it over and over again. Seriously, because I was... I think I was on the brink of insanity. I was using things like, I can't stand this shit no more, and like, I give up on this fucking shit, like, as passwords, <laughs> because they made me change it so many times. It was so frustrating. So finally, the one time I clicked the button, fully expecting failure, and it was, all of a sudden I had access. So, yeah, it took about three days of that, and I was going a little nuts, I have to admit. <laughs> something about Facebook it's addictive very addictive but um I did use that time that I was unable to do anything on Facebook to do some projects and complete some things I had around the house and for business so I didn't let it go to waste at least (laughs) I did get back on in time to see the first post about Aretha Franklin guys (laughs) Aretha Franklin's gone that was the saddest news I'd seen this this week. I was. I think I even audibly said like, "Oh no," when I read the first post. It was sad news. I remember me and my mom going to see her in Mistletoe Jam in Michigan about five or six years ago, or maybe even a little longer. But yeah, she was one of my first concerts, and I just uh, I remember looking up at her in awe. She was singing all the songs that. I used to drive around and listen to with my dad all the time. He always had Motown going in his car, his little Cadillacs. So we would always listen to Motown, and uh, that's one of the fond memories I have of my dad. So Aretha's always been a part of that. And I know she's always been on my playlist, so may she live on forever on all of your playlists, too. Today's throwback song is actually going to be dedicated to her, just for a little bit of respect. Um, she actually died without a will. All her millions, everything she's got, everything she owns, she did not make a will for. So she's got four kids that apparently are going to be waiting a very long time to see any sort of inheritance because probate court and all that is one big bullshit process. I think Prince's family's still waiting for all of their inheritance to come through. So, and that's been a few years, so... It could be a while, and you know there's going to be lawyers and cousins and everyone else saying that Aretha owed them coming out of the woodwork, so I think it's going to be a mess. So let that be a lesson to everybody out there that we need a will. Even if you think you don't got shit, make a will. Make a will for nothing. <laughs> you can write it on a napkin as long as you have a witness or two, sign it as well, then I think it's, uh, I think it's legal. I think it's legal and binding, but of course it's always a better choice to get it handled by a lawyer. Aretha should have probably been on to that long before now. She should have had a will. So I feel sad for her family, but today's throwback is going to be dedicated to her out of respect. I get depressed watching the news nowadays. It's all death, destruction, disappointment, I swear. 
I, I try to avoid it because it is so negative. There's never anything really positive. No one's showcasing the people that are doing anything really positive in their communities or even for like their countries or the world. I think it's designed to bring everyone down and so I avoid watching the news. Some highlights you can't even help but see. Like social media, everything's made made it so easy to get stories and things across to people. So that includes, I guess, all the crazies. Like that fucking guy in Colorado. I'm, I feel so, wow. <laughs> he killed his wife, his pregnant wife, and his two little girls. And apparently he's smirking and smiling in all of his interviews. I'm not even going to bring myself to watch this doofus fucking on any of his interviews but apparently he is pretty much laughing at what he's done to his family and it, it's horrible it's a horrible story i'm sorry they had to go like that that was uh, it was devastating and i've only heard that story through the the grapevine through facebook notifications and things like that you can't help it's like the social media is the highway of information now it's crazy Thing with that, you hear about that guy in fucking Ohio or somewhere in somewhere in the states, because you know they're all crazy Americans. But um, somewhere in the states, a guy got arrested for assault on his wife. He was released for some reason or other, and within two three hours of being released from assault on his wife, he flies a private plane into the house that he knows his wife and his child are in, and attempts to kill them. I mean, he only managed to kill himself, thank God, but. Yeah, he tried to kill his wife and his kid with a fucking plane in the house. Like, you gotta be pretty angry to drive a plane into the house. You can't be expecting to live after that. Unless your ejector button fucking failed or something. I, I don't know. That's some anger. That's some rage. Divorce is always the better option, guys. Seriously. I swear this day of Tinder and fucking dick pics and hookups randomly... There is something about rejection that makes some of these dudes just snap. How many of us have stories about telling some guy, either in person somewhere or even online, like just telling him, sorry, I'm not interested, or I've got a boyfriend, or, you know what I mean, I'm just not fucking interested. How many times all of a sudden he's like, oh, well, fuck you too then, you're an ugly fat cunt anyway, I didn't want you anyway. And all of a sudden the story switches up. We've all got a story or two like that, and it's sad. Even I was punched in the face one time at a bar by a complete stranger because I told him to fuck off after he grabbed me between my legs twice. In a fucking bar. I hadn't even finished my first drink, and this guy thought it was fucking Donald Trump. The fucked up thing is, is in a bar full of men, no one stepped up. I remember a time you would see a woman be assaulted, and the entire male population of that space would put a quick end to it or at least make that guy think twice about ever doing it again. What the fuck happened guys? Where's all the real men at? There was no one that came to my defense. I was outside bleeding from my face and dudes were coming out the bar like, oh that shit was fucked up, oh he knocked you out. Like really? That's where we've come guys? That's where we've come? This is why I'ma stay single cause some bullshit. Windsor men are some pussies and I'm gonna call you out cause you guys all need to step up. It's crazy world out there. I've got a dude right now in my inbox man. Get this guy. Okay, he was- this guy was a booty call back in the day. Well, not back in the day. R recently. But he was just a booty call. We never had a relationship. We never wanted a relationship with each other. This is after I was separated from my husband. I didn't really want to jump back into anything, any sort of commitment. So we both understood this. That's where it was. But 
in the course of being booty calls, we still kind of talk and became somewhat friends. And you know what I mean? I was there for him. He's there for me. Whatever. That's what I thought. I was like, so this dude's on Facebook posting some like dark, ominous messages and statuses and stuff for a while now. So I message him like, okay, what's going on? You okay? And he indicates that he's not, that he's going through some shit, blah, blah, blah. So it sounded pretty messed up. So I invited him over. And I think my message when I invited him over wasn't like, hey, baby, come over. I'll make you feel better. It was like, hey, I'm going to be cleaning my basement tonight. If you want to come over for drinks, you can help me out and we can talk. And that was it. Like, literally, come clean my basement with me because that's what I'm going to fucking do. And we'll have some drinks, have a smoke. You know what I mean? We'll chat. Chat about it and get it off your shoulders. You know what I mean? You're obviously going through some stuff. I've been through some stuff. Let's chit chat. We'll be friends. So this guy showed up ready and raring to fuck. So he obviously left disappointed when I told him, no, I'm too tired for this shit. I don't even want to fucking do my basement right now, but I'm exhausted. I had a long day. I've been freaking organizing and moving my brother. There was a lot of shit going on that day. So I didn't want to fuck. That's not why I called you over. I thought you were going through some shit. I wanted to cheer you up. That was it. He left in a huff. So then I've got this dude calling me the next day, pissed telling me that I'm selfish and that I'm playing games because I apparently let him on like I owed him fucking something yeah he was mad because I let him come over thinking he was going to fuck and he got mad when he didn't my body is in no way owed to you I don't care if I was married to you dating you fucking you or grunting against you in the fucking club just if you hit it once doesn't mean you're going you you're automatically entitled to it again and again I'll be damned if you think I have to explain to you or apologize to you for not having sex with you. And that's what this motherfucker had to hear. It was it was like he was expecting some sort of apology. Like, you done playing games yet? Motherfucker, what games, what games am I playing? I said, no, you weren't getting fucked. You weren't getting fucked. You didn't get fucked. I called you over to make sure you were okay and weren't about to fucking jump off a bridge or hang yourself in some garage because that's the kind of friend I am. I was like, and that's fucking selfish on me because you came over here wrapped up thinking you were going to get some? <laughs> like, don't you think that's something you might want to discuss with me first? And that I think that's the mentality of the men these days. I don't know, me men, you woman, that's mine. I, I, I don't get it. And it was like this man expect fully expected me to apologize or somehow explain to him why he didn't get laid that night. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> so, guys, if a plane ends up flying into my house, you guys know why. That's exactly why I want to stay out of the whole commitment and relationship because I didn't want drama like that. And it was just me trying to be a friend. Maybe it's true. Maybe men and women can't be friends. I do understand that our relationship had been previously all about sex. But when I specifically message you and say, hey, you want to come help me clean my basement and we can have a couple drinks, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to end in sex. He didn't even try and get to the basement part. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was full on ready to go as soon as he got there. So it was like, bye. <laughs> I don't owe you shit, boy. And I don't have to explain myself. I didn't want to have sex with you, so I didn't have sex with you. Point blank, period. Boom. Well, these guys out here acting crazy. We ladies need to recognize these signs. <laughs> Seriously. We need to stay safe. Because somehow in our society, it will always be about what the female could have done differently. Or what she should have done differently in every situation. We know this going into it, ladies. So just recognize, get you a taser. <laughs> get you a taser from China. Those are the strong ones. And be prepared. Because these motherfuckers are on some new shit. Anyways, on a lighter note, <laughs> so
sorry to bum you with all of that talk, guys. But um, next week, Miss Kiki and the Funky Cold Medina. Sorry, girl. You that can't have been the first time that's happened. Like your mom had to have named you after that girl. I had to do that. The Funky Cold Medina from uh, Atlanta's Cocktails podcast will be co-hosting an episode with me. So we're going to talk about different kinds of men that we've dated because I'm sure Atlanta guys are a whole different breed than the ones I'm picking through in Windsor. But um, yeah, we're going to talk about that and some of their own crazy stories next week. So look out for that. Make sure you guys are following and keep listening because that's going to be exciting. If you guys have heard any of their podcasts, you're going to know that it's going to be on a whole new level next week. So make sure you tune in for that one. And next week also, Fifty Shades of Slay will be behind the scenes of the African Fashion Week in Toronto. So that's August 30th to the 2nd, I believe, September 2nd. And that's at the uh, Globe and Mail Centre in Toronto. Guys, this is going to be lit. Like some of the hottest top models and the hottest designers. Like, it's going to be nuts. They're going to be featuring designers I can only dream about having in my closet. And I'll be backstage for throughout all of it. So I'm going to make sure I'm there for all of the days, meeting all of the people, giving you all of the lies footage from... Uh, from Toronto for you guys so make sure you follow on Instagram because that's probably where most of it will be and I'm still trying to work out how to share from Instagram to Facebook the live feeds and things like that I'm not very technical guys I'm learning every day but I'm working on it so if I can figure it out on Facebook but your best bet is to listen on Instagram so make sure you follow the 50 shades of slay entertainment on Instagram and you can catch all of that because that's gonna be sick like, I'm, I'm not going to be on the runway, I wish, but you never know. Maybe some model will break a leg and they need someone similar to fill in for some top designer. <laughs> I don't know, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> knock on wood, I'm not trying to wish anything bad on the models, but dreams do come true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can actually see me last Sunday on CTV News supporting my friend and inspiration, Miss Naveen Dominic on her book beauty from the ashes of war this girl has been through hell and high water and it's come out on top like a fucking phoenix she came here as a refugee from sudan and she's like you have to get this book because it's about so much craziness in this i thought i've been through some shit this girl i can't even complain to because i can't even imagine some of the horrors she's encountered but she wrote a book about it all. She came and freaking kicked ass, created a whole makeup line that's known all over the fucking world now. And now she's wrote a book. So she's going to tell you all about her story and how you can maybe do the same. We've actually interviewed her previously on another podcast, but due to technical difficulties, that episode was never released or available. But you can catch clips of it on my Patreon account if you subscribe so you can catch clips of all of the interviews that we never actually got to air and some of the things that i've got hidden in the vault so make sure you subscribe to patreon there's different levels to help me get to different goals of the business so we can rise this up to where it needs to go but um yeah i had to go and support and get my book signed because you know i love my girl and ctv was there and they interviewed me because i happened to be there at the right time and so you can see that clip on my websites on instagram all that stuff too yeah very proud windsor is very proud of miss naveen make sure you go check her out 
and I'll make sure I post links on my website about all of that too because that's who I'm going to the fashion weeks with and I'm actually going to New York fashion week next month with Miss Naveen too so make sure you follow because you don't want to miss out on all of that because that one's going to be fucking huge and I've never been in New York so that's going to be exciting if you're from anywhere around there let me know if there's anything hidden gems that I should check out while I'm there because I think I'm going to make like a week out of it but um yeah, this woman's created a whole makeup line for mostly for black women, but it's for everybody. But we all know for as black women, we know how hard it is to find shades that are just right for our skin compared to all of the Maybelline products and all of the products in the store that are catered to the lighter shades. But this girl's created something just for assistance, so we got to embrace and support that. And I do gladly. So I'm looking forward to seeing her her fashion and everything walking down the runways and showing some love there so i've got some pretty exciting things wrapping up the summer this year like i think this one's one for the books guys i've had a pretty kick-ass summer i got to do the boat raft i got to do some pretty interesting things and it's not even over yet i've got some even more exciting things coming up so um i want to hear about you guys' summer of 18 what did you guys do? What are you planning on doing? What have you done that was crazy and exciting that people want to hear about? Write in, let me know, send me a voice message, send me a video message, and I might post it or you might even end up on the podcast next week. Who knows? Like, So make sure you like everything so you can stay in on the know because well, like I said, I've got some pretty other exciting things happening. <laughs> if you've seen my live on Instagram the other day, you would have learned a lesson like we all did in this household, which is apparently snakes have claws. I had no clue. And this kid came inside from outside crying with his snake, thinking that the rat that we had fed him previously was clawing his way out of his snake. And I look and it looks like there's actual claws like coming out of the snake. Well, it turns out it actually is claws coming out of the snake, but claws are apparently a part of a snake every snake has claws so we all learned a fun fact i was freaking out he was freaking out it was a good time i even called vets i was calling vets for this damn snake because i was worried that i don't even know this puncture wound was going to be detrimental to this fucking snake's health i don't know i was it was an experience so i'm sure that's going to be one in my kid's memory bank the day he learned snakes have claws <laughs> And, but he's going to remember how supportive Mummy was throughout all of it. He knows Mummy called the vets and Mummy was freaking out just as much as he was. So maybe it's a good sign. <laughs> Even if I did look like an idiot. And it's it's bad when you go because now I become a regular at this pet store that sells these rats that I have to feed to these snakes. So now that I become a regular there and that's my rat guy. And that's the first person I called when I saw all these claws out of the snake. So apparently he recognized me or he's got caller ID or whatever. So I go in to get this week's rats and this guy's laughing at me, telling me, like, asking, like, oh, how's the snake doing? Like, oh, did the rat get its way out? He was laughing at me because he knew, but apparently, like, this was, this must have been a conversation. Seriously, this must have been a conversation in the pet store because I didn't even talk to that guy. I talked to a woman. Like, I think it was like it's a family-run business. So it's probably his daughter. So it might have been like a topic over the freaking dinner table. 
It's like, oh yeah, this girl called and she thought a rat was eating its way out of the, her snake, but it just turned out to be the actual snake's claw. She didn't realize that she the snakes had claws. Who guy who buys a snake and doesn't realize the snakes have claws? Ha 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 ha. Like, for real. So this guy was kind of like low-key making fun of me and I fully deserved it because really I should have done my research before buying these snakes, but it was a spur-of-the-moment purchase. I don't try and make excuses for my craziness I just do it and you guys have to deal with the consequences but I didn't learn about these snakes before I bought them so I didn't know they had claws so now I know snakes have claws and now you do too if you didn't and don't act like you didn't know if you didn't know because it's not like it's common fucking knowledge that snakes have fucking little actual hard-ass claws sticking out of them that's not something everyone fucking knows so don't front like you do when you don't I had some people like, yeah, I made, I made a survey on Instagram. Like, did you know? After I posted the whole story. And um, people were like, yeah, 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 I knew. Bullshit. Half of you motherfuckers that said, yes, you knew. You know you didn't know. I'm just saying. I'm going to call your asses out because you know you didn't know. I didn't know. I don't know. Unless you've ever had a snake and seen the claws, you probably didn't know that either. <laughs> There's no shame in my ignorance. <laughs> I'm not afraid to ask questions. <laughs> Did you guys see Cardi B at the VMAs? That girl is awesome. I love, I love fucking Cardi B. You can say whatever the fuck you want about any of these girls, but Cardi B is the shit. And I've got to give that girl mad respect for staying who, true to who she is. She's not changing for nobody. And you can tell she ain't changing for nobody. And she just says what's on her mind. She's using her platform. She's enjoying it. She's fucking living her best life unapologetic and no fucking apologies and why should she she's fucking kicking ass she's talented we all love her for who she is we all love her music we all love her shit so ride it out girl because shit don't ever change our shit was sick when she came up there like she was breastfeeding <laughs> you see some of the faces in the crowd it was it was amazing it was amazing the only thing that would have made that more perfect is if she actually was breastfeeding I would have given her even more mad props for that. People are mad. People are mad that they even showed that much. Like, oh, oh, I turned my kid away. Like, it's, it's so crazy. And there's so many videos out there about the comparison between, like, women dressed half naked walking down the street versus women breastfeeding and people's reactions and how backwards that whole situation is. I remember when I was breastfeeding, I was waiting. I was waiting for someone to fucking say something to me and no one did. Maybe I got, maybe I like threw out that vibe, like fuck with me, say something, please, please, please. Cause no one ever did. And I wasn't, I'd seen the videos and I'd seen like the backlash and I'm in all the mommy groups of people that were shamed for breastfeeding in public. I would go grocery shopping and I would make it a habit. Like, oh, you hungry boo boo here, let's have some booby. And try and like challenge people. I don't, I don't know, I just look in people's eyes like, you wanna say something? You got a problem with this? Yeah, yeah, that's a booby in his mouth. You know what I mean? I was waiting for I was waiting for some sort of confrontation that so I could explode and be like, I didn't even want it on video. I just wanted to be able to tell somebody because I'd see all these people, especially in my local mommies groups, telling about like, oh, I breastfed and then someone said something and now I feel so sad and like, am I wrong? Am I a horrible person? And just made me so sad that I went home and cried for days. And like, those are legit feelings for a lot of people because they don't they don't like when strangers yell at them or say something to them that they're doing that they think they're doing wrong so i get the sensitivity some people have i don't have that <laughs> i was not raised with any of that so you come and tell me that feeding my baby for my booby is wrong 
I was waiting and no one ever did. I would do it in the most awkward places too. I like literally walking down the aisles. The baby would be like nestled half on the cart as I'm pushing it and like he's sucking on my tit. Sometimes he would be like latching on so you would fully see the nipple fucking hanging. And no one said anything. <laughs> no one said a damn thing. So I guess it's all about the vibe you present to the world, ladies. You don't want to be harassed about breastfeeding. Just challenge people to harass you about breastfeeding. And apparently they don't. Because I didn't have that experience. So I couldn't go off on anybody. But um, I was very proud that Cardi B did that shit at the VMAs on a very public platform. And I was waiting. She was waiting. You know she was just waiting for someone to say something. So she can go off too. So I, that's that's my girl. I love that shit. So keep doing what you're doing, Cardi. <laughs> so I'm going to end today's episode by thanking and once again giving tribute and remembering another legend, musical legend, Aretha. Because, guys, I think I'm going to need a moment. I'm so tempted to go to this funeral and brave the traffic and the nuttiness that it is going to be next Friday. Just to show my love and get a glimpse of this casket going by. Because that's how big of an icon Aretha's been in my life. Like, literally growing up from little girl to now. Like, it's... This one's, this one's a tough one for me. It's I'm taking a little even tougher than fucking Michael Jackson. Which was sad. And Prince... Prince was another tough one, but he was in Michigan, so now that Aretha's right there, I'm so tempted, but I know it's going to be a madhouse. Not even just the border, just the traffic. I know it's going to be fucking nuts, so it's a consideration. I don't know, it's going to be a whole other Black Friday situation. I don't know if I'm prepared to deal with. That's going to be next Friday, but we all show our love in our own little ways, so... This throwback song is going to be my tribute, Fifty Shades style, to Aretha. So I hope you guys enjoy it. So again, send me a voice or a video message of what you've been up to this summer, and you can land on next week's episode. Show me some love on Facebook and Insta. Follow, like, share. Do all that craziness. And until next week, bye!